Raging Review. The Raging Cajuns will be a source of pride for this university, for the alumni, fans, and donors as we achieve success in the classroom, in the competitive arena, and in the community. It's about to get really fun. We're looking for dudes that will stand up. Well, Coach, let me tell you today, I'm here and I'm ready to stand up. And I challenge you, Raging Cajun Nation, to stand up with us. Stand up with us. Let's lock hand in hand. And let's walk through the gates of Omaha. Hey, I love y'all boys. Let's grind every day starting today. Let's do it. Y'all ready? Alarm! Alarm! Ready! Who's that team ready? Who's that team ready? That's up! I got one thing to say right here. Cajun win! Ladies, gentlemen, children, babies, Cajun Nation, you heard the man, Coach Dez, like he just said, Cajuns win! Cajuns defeat the Texas State Bobcats today by the final score of 34-30. to They improved their record to 4-2 and overall and 1-1 one and one in conference play. And they also extend that series record against Texas State. I believe it's 11-0 against the Texas State Bobcats. They remain undefeated. Texas State drops the four and two, one and one in conference play as well. But man, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Woof, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, Nick and I will be talking about some stats. We'll talk about what we saw. Uh, There's some things we need to call out as well. Um, For example, attendance. Announced attendance, 15,053. Totally unacceptable. That's something we'll address. You want to get um, into that? Let, let's, let's let's do the let's, fun stuff let me, first. Let me go through it. Let me go through it real quick, and we'll we'll get into it. Um, but yeah, that was that wasn't good. But uh, overall, look, the Cajuns get a a big win, huge comeback. I mean, Texas State controlled most of the game. The Cajuns didn't have a lead until maybe a little over two minutes left uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, but they get this win. They go into a bye next week before returning to Cajun Field on October 21st against Georgia State for homecoming. So this was a much-needed win. Uh, this was a huge win because now you're 4-2 and two going into the bye. You have some momentum like I talked about. But, um, man, what a, what a game overall. Just what a game. I'm, I'm, I'm just – I'm a little all over the place right now just because of how everything turned out. But um, probably because the game was all over the place, man. I mean, for three quarters, we were cursing our our coaching decisions, the stupid mistakes, the penalties, the turnovers, which we all have to correct. I mean, there's a lot to correct in our game. But the one takeaway that you have to have in this game is the guys believe till the end. I didn't believe till the end. I don't know if you believe to the end. I know a lot of people in my text tonight weren't weren't believing to the end, but those players believe to the end. and. When you're halfway through the season and you pull off a win like that, I don't think you can understate how important that is for the program. Because let me tell you something. What we're now four and two. I mean, three and three and four and two are two completely different planets. And we're going into bye week four and two versus three and three. That's all of the momentum behind you going into our next game in two weeks. So I think this game is bigger than we thought it was because despite as crappy as as this game started. Now, look, a great first drive, but after that, it was horrendous. We stalled. Yeah. We stalled. Yeah. We stalled. We stupid. The, the mental errors and the stupid mistakes, the penalties, the turnovers. 
despite all of that, we beat a team that destroyed Baylor. And we beat a team that's going to compete for the West or that was competing for the West and still could compete for the West. But to this point, that was the biggest game of our season. And we still kind of poo-pooed the bed for three quarters. And we still pulled out the win in the end, which we could have pulled up another seven points there, but we didn't. So kudos to the guys for believing, man, because again, I know a lot of people gave up, not necessarily gave up, but about halftime, we were looking at each other going, really, this is it. Um, and, and, and really showed the, the poise to believe in themselves, to believe in each other and take it to the, uh, take it to the house. So congratulations to the team. This was truly a team effort, man. Truly. No, a team there's effort. no doubt. And, and you know what? The, 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 the main point that I want to make about this team is that they didn't quit. Um, I was at the game today. I mean, early in the fourth quarter, you know, we were texting Nick and the only thought that was going through my mind was if this keeps going, how, how are we going to be able to do this episode? And what are, what am I going to say? What positives am I going to, going to say? Because through three quarters, it just, it was such a roller coaster ride. We made some key mistakes. I mean, we had some, some bright spots, but overall, I mean, Texas state was killing us on offense. I mean, they were dominating our line, the line of scrimmage. We couldn't stop them. They were gashing us in and down the middle with their run game. I mean, look, um, is, um, their main running back, uh, Madi, I mean, he had 188 yards on the ground, getting four or five yards of carry. I mean, we couldn't stop their drives. I mean, they had a bunch of scoring drives of over 80 yards. That's one of the, and then this was coming off of like turnovers that we committed, right? Same old turnovers that we went back to. And it, I just, you know, when I'm, as I'm sitting on the Hill watching this, I'm like, man, how, how am I going to be able to come on here after a possible, if we lose this game of, of, of after a possible loss and say, oh yeah, things are looking in the right direction because that would have been a step back. We would have taken a step back with it, but this team, they just did not quit. They did not quit. They had moments where we could have just cashed in. I mean, look, the teams of the past, Cajun teams of the past, they quit this game. They, they give up. This team of didn't quit and it's- Last it's, year, last season, yeah, we quit. I, I'll, yeah. I, I give credit to these these young these young guys, a lot of them underclassmen, and I think this team grew a lot today. And that's why it's so important that we won this way because now they get a week to kind of recompose and get ready for homecoming. But man, what what a what a win. Um let's let's talk a little bit about the stats. Let's kind of get into it a little bit. So again, the Cajuns victorious over Texas State by the score of 34 to 30. Texas State, okay. Everything we talked about with Texas State was pretty much accurate. They can score at will. They move the ball well. They've got a lot of good players at the skill positions. Uh, they're big at the line. Their offensive line was huge. And I noticed offensively they ran a very similar offense from a spread formation that Minnesota ran as far as play calling. What they did was, granted, they weren't under center and running stretch, but what they did was they let that big line uh, pretty much try to dominate the line of scrimmage and you could tell Ishmael Mahdi was finding ways to kind of bounce around and get around and get his five or six yards of carry and it was very effective for them um I thought we did a really good job for the most part playing short yardage and and look there were times where they Texas State had to force their way downfield they weren't beating us that many times on the big play there were a few times they they snuck up on us with a big play 
But Texas State had to earn everything offensively. And for a team that scored 42 points on Baylor on the road, for a team that hung 77 on, on Jackson State, for a team that hung 35 and on Nevada, 50 on Southern Miss last week, honestly, to only give up 30 with everything that, that happened, I got to say, look, say what you want about the defense. There's a lot of things they're going to have to improve on when they look at the film. But when, when push came to shove, they made the plays that was necessary, especially at the end on that last drive uh, before that block punt. I thought Coach uh, Lamar Morgan and them made the adjustments and his staff made the adjustments that they had to. But, uh, yeah, again, let's look at the stats real quick. So, again, um, Cajuns had uh, 423 yards total offense. Uh, Texas State had 530. So they had over 100 uh, total yards of offense more than Louisiana. Uh, they Texas State had the ball for 33 minutes and 27 seconds, which is about eight or nine minutes above their average. I think they were averaging around 25 minutes. They were one of the lowest in FBS in time of possession. Uh, they actually held the ball a lot longer today, which again, kind of took them out of a rhythm. Louisiana had the ball for 26 minutes and 27 seconds. Both teams had two turnovers. Zeon Chris, Another great day at work, three, 13, 13 completions, 17 attempts, 205 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He ran the ball 12 times, 67 yards, one touchdown. Jacob Cabote, 11 carries, 63 yards. Zylan Perry, good day for him. Seven carries, 54 yards, and one touchdown. Draylon Washington, nine carries, 39 yards, and one receiving touchdown for him uh rob williams great day for rob uh five receptions 90 yards one touchdown and neil johnson you know we always say throw to the tight end well neil had two catches for 37 yards in the air great game for him as well he definitely played his role um as far as you know whether it's run blocking or or um her receptions i'm being brought uh, drinks yards. in the middle of a podcast man i'm not going to complain and he's an astro royalty fan. I'll man take it. <laughs> no you're royalty uh give a shout out to jacob bernard two two catches for 23 yards i thought that 21 yard pass to jake uh in the fourth quarter when we were down by nine uh, i think zeon had taken two straight sacks in a row I mean, pretty much at that point, the game was over. Zeon hits Jake in the flat for 20 yards and or 21 yards in the first down. Um, great, great effort by him. And um, look, both teams had two turnovers. Uh, we actually probably left 10 to 14 points off the board. But uh, all in all, uh, again, we made the plays when it mattered. Uh, I thought the play of the game was, how about Dylan Cambry, a big fan of the pod? Key block punt in the fourth quarter. That was Turned awesome, that man. game around. That was hey. crazy. That was, we needed that. We needed some big play to happen. And he, Mr. He, Mr. He Cambry, you you might have redeemed. Look, I know you're listening. You might have redeemed. You might have redeemed this entire uh, this entire effort today. <laughs> so thank you for that block punt, sir. Job well done. You get my play of the game award uh, on behalf of Rage and Review. Um, and look, we have to clean up some things again. Turnovers. That was uh, I think it was Dre Washington that fumbled. Uh, and I think inside the 10 yard line, the first quarter, that's our third turnover inside the 10 yard line this year. That's, we got, we got to fix that. Got to clean that we up. We got to fix that. Got to clean that. And, and look again, we know, we know what Zion can do and he showed it tonight, but he's got to throw that ball. I know it didn't end up in a turnover, but man, you got to 
this is the the third or fourth game in a row where where my boy is throwing it to the to the sideline right into the hands of an open defender. Like you gotta no launch that. Like send it to send it to 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 Doug Edwards, who's in the first row of the stands. Like send it to him. <laughs> throw the ball to him. Just look for Doug and throw it to him because uh, you know he, it, it's crazy. But anyway, throw it to the Toga boys. What's that, bud? The Toga boys? Yeah, throw it to the Toga yeah, boys. It's, 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 that's what I'm talking right about. <laughs> but look, um, as far as Texas State, look, TJ Finley was everything he was hyped to be. Uh, he went 30 for 40 today, 326 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Again, Ishmael Mahdi, um, unbelievable, 34 carries, 188 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, look, they had a really high-powered offense. Joey Hobart, eight receptions, 132 yards, and a touchdown. Ashlyn Hawkins, Eight receptions for 93 yards. Cole Wilson, nine receptions, 66 yards, and a touchdown. They've got talent on that side of the ball, man. Uh, they've got a lot of talent. I mean, they were everything that we talked about, scoring scoring 43 points a game. They had it. Um, and and we we just we beat them when it mattered. We made the plays when it mattered, the big plays at the end. We finished. This was the first game all year, I think, that we finished strong, hands down. We played, down. played TJ Finley today. I couldn't have, I, I, I didn't know that. I mean, it's not like they didn't mention it every 15 <laughs> seconds on the broadcast. I think even when, when we were on offense, they were men mentioning TJ Finley. Um, right. But yeah, no, they, they, they did. And look, their offensive line really impressed me today. I don't know that I expected. I mean, you look at the stats and you can see the size, but I think they performed especially well. Uh, you could tell in the run game. I mean, they were opening holes, but that running back, I mean, you got to think the guy was playing with what looked like maybe a broken hand. And he he just he he found a way to uh, I don't know I mean his moves were were impressive and look in that first half this this short pass screen deal that T J Finley does and that the Texas State offense it killed us we couldn't stop it and that that was my that was my fear going into the second half is we can't even stop the stupid little screen pass. Uh, for five or six yards. And I mean, we were allowing it. And we, we were allowing it. We're playing. Our yeah. defensive backs were playing 10 yards off the, the receiver. So that was, right. I, I was screaming at the television. Then you add that to some really good throws and some really good catches. It, it was just, it was, it was aggravating as hell. But look, they, um, they, they definitely got a better offense in Minnesota. I just, I think they were. Uh, what what worried me going in was the the fact that they were high paced a high paced offense and they showed that today. But I was encouraged by the fact that our defense seemed in the second half to be prepared for it. In the first half, again, we let them get away with this dink and dunk thing, and they could just move it as at will. Um, but but man, uh, that was just a weird game. Like I'm happy we won and I'm excited. I'm like, how the hell did we do that? But it was just weird. I, I told somebody else I felt like we were in the twilight zone there for a while <laughs> watching that game. There was so much weird well, stuff going on. Well, you know, and, and and I had said last week one of the keys to victory is being able to keep up with their pace. And I thought we did that after their first touchdown drive. We answered right back with a 10-play, 70-something. I think it was like a 75-yard touchdown drive ourselves. So you knew it was going to be a back and forth. But then again, we kind of stalled offensively a little bit, and a lot of it was self-inflicted. Turnovers, not really converting. I mean, we moved the ball pretty well, but we just couldn't get it done to where we were really going toe-to-toe. -to -toe and Every time they got ball, they moved the ball down the field and got points. And I, but that's what look, they do. That's what was, they do. There was a point in the game where I'm like, if we don't wake up, this can be a route. I mean, they, they can route us. They, and, and that's the thing going into this game. I was scared because they're one of those teams. If you make mistakes, they make you pay and they make you pay fast with the way they move the football. So, um, I mean, we fumbled the ball. They moved, marched the ball 99 yards to get a field goal, right? 
Um, I mean, another example, they get in, I mean, they got six points off of our own mistakes. Um, you know, I mean, we can't, we were very lucky to only allow that. It could have been 14. They could have easily gotten 14 off of that. So um, you can't, that's where I feel like we can't make those, those boneheaded mistakes. I thought we did some of that today. I thought that we had some opportunities. I mean, we could have put another 14 points on the board and against a team like this, you have to, I mean, really the way you beat them is you outscore them. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I know it sounds cliche, but a high tempo offense like this, really, you just have to outscore them. And um, luckily for us, we made the plays when it mattered and we were able to do that. But look, man, everything, um, everything, if you look at the stats, as far as penalties and time of possession, and I mean, TJ Finley had 326 yards of passing today. Everything you see versus versus 205. I mean, TJ Finley was 30 for 40 in passing. Everything you're looking at there says there's no way. I mean, that that's ball game. And and still managed to pull out the win. That's why I'm saying it's weird. It was a weird game. Like everything points to we should have lost a damn game and we end up winning it. And again, you like you said, we had the opportunity to make it a lot worse and and we didn't. So uh kudos to the guys. We do have some uh some guys in the Twitter space that want to go. Jerry, are you ready for that? All right, Cajun. Let's go, baby. Cajun. Well, before you go, Terry, I know you're ready. Uh, oh, I know it. you're ready. Let's. We got somebody else on <laughs> Cajun. Cajun Killa. Let's hear from you, man. You're new. You're new to uh, chiming in. So, what's going on, man? First of all, where the hell was everyone? Fifteen thousand is abysmal. Uh, With the two thirty kickoff highs in the mid seventies, no one had excuses unless you was at wedding, funeral, or in the hospital. I'm with you, man. And, I'm with you. I mean, I've said it before, and I got in trouble, and people yelled at me, don't yell at our fans, but they're just not showing up. The, the only game in town within a 100 miles, and nobody shows up. Pathetic. And I have a quick stat for you. It came from Reddit CFB. Okay. The only Texas team to win so far this week was UTSA. Wow. North Texas, Sam Houston, A&M. Texas, Texas State loss. I don't know about Texas Tech. I haven't looked at that yet. And I think the play that won us the game, y'all did not talk about it yet. It was about six, six and a half minutes left in the game when we was in the red zone nine points down. And it was at, uh, it was like third and six, third and seven. And it was at Zeon run off to the left that got us the first down. The man who made that play was Cabodi that blocked the unblocked defensive end that if he would have got past Cabodi, it probably would have been 95% stack. Yep, good point. Good point, you're right. Yeah, it's a good point. Well, thanks for chiming in, man. Look, uh, we're going to get to the attendance thing later because I think we got a hell of a lot to say, and I don't think we're going to I don't think we're going to hold back tonight. I think we're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk, speak our mind and, and let everyone know what we think. I think everyone that's on this uh, stream is agreeing with us, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Terry Johnson. All right. Let us have it, Terry. Uh, but, but before you go, Terry, let us have the good before uh, the bad. Give us some positive. Well, first. I, I, I was, I was literally about to say, Hey, I'm going I'm to give a positive. Cause I know Jimmy, I see Jimmy in his face. I know he's listening. I know he's, about to roll his eyes. About you know he's going to call you negative. out if you're negative, right? He's going to call yeah, you out if you say I know anything he, bad. I, I know I know he will. I know he will. Like, it, 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 it's, 
it, it's all good. It's all good. I'm I'm first first and foremost, I'm happy for Dez. First and foremost. Everybody, this everybody's been down them. This is the win that he needed himself, right? Against a good team, regardless of the name, right? It's not a this is not like a this, you wouldn't define put this as a program defining win, but when you put it how good Texas State is, and not a lot of people know how good Texas State is unless they pay attention to Sunbelt football. You pay attention to how good Texas State is. How good GJ Kenny is as a coach because he's a great coach, a great offensive mind. How great TJ Finley is because I know everybody heard that. In case you didn't hear it, you know, he, in case I didn't know, he he transferred from LSU and then he was went, and went to Auburn. In case anybody didn't know that, and you look at how great this team is, the amount of speed they had on the edge that that Ismani kid was amazing. Their defensive line scared me. I watched the whole game with them against Baylor. When they played Baylor, I was frightened. I, I knew I was more frightened of their defensive line than I was about TJ Finley, all honestly. And our offensive line showed up. We ran hard. Yes, turnovers were horrible again. There's something got to be said about that. But damn, am I happy how this team responded? And this is the this is the type of win we needed because I got about Buffalo was different. Buffalo, we had the lead. They were already a 0 and four team. Going into the game, nobody really believed in Buffalo anyway. Going into this game, yeah, we were a one or two point favorite. The only reason we were favored just because we were at home. If we were away, we'd be a you know, we'd be a three point dog. So I'm happy that this is a great team win against a great opponent, no matter what anybody else thinks. And it was against uh, a great coach, a great quarterback, and it's something you can build off into the bye week. This is this is awesome. Now. Can I get to the bad? And can I can I talk about the bad? Please? Well, well, before you get to the bad, I just want to say while it might not be a program or coaching or whatever defining win, I will say this could lead to a season defining win. I think this could yes. take you to the level you want to be at in the Sembel Conference. So, uh, of course, while not program defining, could be season defining. Of course, I mean I would take a win. If I had to choose between this win and a win against Minnesota, I take this win all day just because hundred percent win, right? Yes, sir. Now, yes, a Minnesota, sir. a win against Minnesota would have not, would have been a program defining win, you know, but it has nothing to do with the rest of the season, right? So I would much rather take this win than the Minnesota win, right? Correct. Or even the ODU win just because it was an East 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 Division opponent, right? Uh, now, can, now can I get to the bat? All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, it seems that we just could not take advantage of any good thing that was going well for us when it came to good field position, turnovers in that game. Like just, like, like, like I mean, uh, I mean, Jerry, like you said, like everything pointed that we should have lost that game. You look at the stats, you look at the total yardage, starting field position, we should have lost that game hands down, right? Like we, there's no reason why we should have won that game by how we played, but we did, and we get it out. Fans, students, I don't know what the hell you have to do. I don't know what Dez has to do. He had a great win on national television. The Tigers were not at home. You had, you know, an amazing team that loves this, that loves this school, that chooses to wear the red and white. You know, the uniforms looked amazing. I think I honestly love those. You know, those those are my favorite blackout uniforms since the one we had the Florida Lee on the front. The uniforms look great. What more do you want? Do you want us to die ourselves and 
purple and piss and go out there and, and talk and call ourselves the Tigers or something? What do you what do you want from us? What do you want from Dez? What do you want from this team? Because they're going out there, they're playing hard for this city, for the school. What more do you want from this team? That's that's what I want. What more do you want? Yeah, and that, before you go, before you go, Jimmy, because I know you want to you want to chime in on this. I want to say my my nephew's in the media in Lafayette, and he said something to the effect of, "Well, you know, um, something about the economy's bad, and tickets are expensive, and all this." And then you look at App State, and they sold out their stadium for a Tuesday game. So I'm tired of the excuses, man. And and I don't know that there's an answer to it anymore because we keep talking until we're blue in the face about it, and people still don't show up. So I mean, I would have gone for that for that Apple TV. Well, I mean, I was I was giving and that was my own money, yeah. man. I was giving away an Apple TV if we got twenty three thousand and we couldn't even get twenty. So I don't know what's up. You got to do it in the kidney. Yeah. Man, I, no, I was hoping I was I was hoping you was gonna give away the Apple TV today. <laughs> like I was hoping the outcome was gonna be, you know, twenty three plus, and you was gonna have to come out come out of pocket and you know give up the Apple TV. Me too, man. Just, Me too. Honestly, I, I was hoping for it. 15th man that's that's oh that's that's so i don't know but what Terry, do you have to do you got me down in the but, but that's a, that's a question we Terry have every year got me feeling negative. Uh, i think man honestly i i just feel like and i hate you know i don't want to be called a coward so you know i gotta watch what i say but um I just feel like man the administration bro it's like we they're not doing anything to, to like spread the word or like put it out there, try to get the community involved, to get the, the students involved, to try to get everyone, you know, to make it an event to where we get the whole community involved and everybody coming to the games. That's that's how I feel. I mean, they open up those, Jimmy, those new job openings. So hopefully that would help. Well, so, that, that's definitely a start. But let's 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 review what they did this week. OK, so you've got Troy Wingerter, You've got Patrick Mensa that goes to the frat houses and starts advertising the game and how important the student presence creates as far as the environment goes in Cajun field and why it's important that they show up. So they were going to the, the Greek houses and trying to promote. Secondly, you have the student giveaways, right? The $4 vouchers. You've got the, the, the promotions of the, 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 what was it? The, the, uh, the Bluetooth, the Bluetooth speaker, Apple TV, right? This, they were giving Apple away TV, an Apple TV, this and that. So they promote, they do a promo in the second half for students to show up there. I mean, and then on top of that, you've got perfect weather. What what else could you be doing today that would stop you from going to Cajun Field and having a chance to win a Bluetooth speaker, an Apple TV, an iPad, or whatever, whatever it is that they raffled off? Why wouldn't you go? What else could you be doing that would stop you from going? I, look, I, I can't put this on the university this week. They actually put forth effort to get the students to show up. The students didn't show up. Plain and simple. Now I mean, they, they I, can't I, stop. The university can't stop with this stuff. They have to keep on. That's what I'm. I fear. It's, I fear it, like it's I fear inconsistent. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, I agree they with have that. To continue to do stuff like this. I agree with that. I agree. And you see, that's and Nick brought that up last year. Nick, you said it. Remember, we we the, our biggest our biggest issue at UL is we try something one time, and then it doesn't work, and they go, oh well, I, I packed this up. It didn't work the first time, so I guess it'll never work. When when sometimes you just have to grind. You got to keep going. And that's one thing that I, I I think that's going to have to change this time around, to your point, if they look, want to keep getting students to show up. I'm just going to say, regard, look, regardless of the giveaways, regardless of this, regardless of that, making an event, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was military appreciation game, whatever. The, 
we're in a community that's surrounded with 500,000 people. And you're telling me 15,000 is the best that we can do. Acadiana, people from Lafayette especially, pride themselves so much on our culture, on our music, on our food, and our festivals. And we show up for all this stuff. And then all I hear is excuses. And look, some of them are valid. Yes, it's expensive to tailgate. Yes, I agree with you in that. Yes, it, the ticket situation isn't always great. But at some point, you either have to want to go and support your local FBS team that is the only one within a 60-mile radius, or you don't. And it's disappointing that well, they put so much pride into everything else in Lafayette, and yet if they do show up to the game, how many pictures did I see of people on Facebook sit during the game, sitting out at the tailgate, watching TV, not even going into the stadium. There's no pride I, there. I don't I, even know what to do about that. I, I hate to bring this up. I, and I hate to be the one to bring this up. But when, when y'all interview, when, when, when her was interviewed and it's one thing that he said that stuck out to me when y'all interviewed him and he was saying how, you know, he got the fans and he got the community involved because he made them feel like they were a part of it. And I just feel like that's that's not what's going on. You know, I just and and look, it might have started with Napier because Napier was just business first. But I just feel like we got to do a better job to to go into these communities, go into these these jobs, go into the you know, go to the police department, go to, you know, go to these freshman orientations, go to these different things to get, you know, the, the, the fans and the students involved, you know what I'm saying? That's what HUD said that he did. He was like, look, I just went to different places, talked to the people and I made them feel like they were a part of the program. That's the main thing he said. And I just feel like that's what we have to do, but it can't come from, it has to come from somebody like Dez. Like, you know what I'm saying? The the head football coach. And that's that's how I feel. Boy, if we well, had think, a mascot to go to the kids and, and encourage them to come to the games, that would be fun. No, nah, that, that's too hard. <laughs> that's too hard, Nick. We can't do can't that do around that. here. I can't, mean, how many days are we without a 58? Is it 58 days without a mascot? Uh, we're in 58 or 59. Or is it the start of the yeah. counter? Yeah. Nice. Nice. But here, here's but, part but of the Terry, problem. I want to – go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say another thing too, and, and, we've been, and this has been tug of war between the university and the community for a very long time both parties whether they want to admit it or not whether it's the local people or the university side okay both sides and everybody's guilty of it i, I say this as an alum myself sometimes i kind of get into that mix as well both parties sometimes take each other for granted you've got the university on this side that says well the people should just show up they owe it to us because we produce all these things for the community which is understandable but then a lot of the local people are like that's eh, just you well they've always been there without realizing that UL does provide a lot of resources for the city, economic impact, right? I mean, I wanna say the university produces around $3 billion for the Lafayette economy. So there's a two-edged, it's a double-edged sword. You've got both sides trying to say, well, you owe me this, no, you owe me this. When in reality, they need to come together and actually communicate and say, okay, what can we do for you on both angles, right? If you want us to show up to the games, what can you give us? And then if you want us to, or the university says, well, what would it take for you to come to the games and then have a two-way, have, have some communication? It's a two-way street. And I feel like they're kind of, there's always been sort of this unofficial standoff between the local people here and the university and vice versa. I, am I, am I, am I off there, Nick? I mean, you've, you grew up here. I mean, you would know. I don't know, man. I mean, we had some pretty terrible teams and, and back in the day, honestly. And, and look, when I was a, a freshman 
well, probably I was a senior in high school. I was coming to games that, I mean, we weren't that great and, and there was still better attendance than we had today. And today was a pivotal game in our, I mean, it was a huge game for the team and the, and the program and you get 15,000 fans. And then we want to look at, well, why are these guys leaving? We've got to make them want to stay here. And part of that is showing up to the games. I, you know, I, I'm just tired of the well, excuses, man. I another mean, support thing to team. Another thing too, we want to talk about the economy, right? And how it's unaffordable and all this stuff. Here's another thing that they need to do. And, and I don't know how the university can handle this because they're working with the Cajun Dome with Ticketmaster. I got a text message from a buddy of mine who is a UL grad. He's one of my good friends. He follows us a little bit. He, you know, he's a, he's a fan of the pod and he wanted to go to this game. He wanted to, you know, he wanted to see Zeon versus TJ. All of the hype we talked about going into this game, he wanted to go. He's going to buy a ticket at the last minute. He shoots me a text. He goes, dude, I tried buying a ticket on Ticketmaster. It was $19 without the fees. It was about 18 or 19 bucks. With the fees, his ticket was $36 for yeah, one Yeah, I ain't paying $36. I'm sorry. That, look, I, at, when people say it's expensive, I get that argument. Like, if you're going to pay double the ticket cost based on just fees alone. I mean, think about it. This ticket was $19. That's almost double the fees by themselves. The fees and the taxes by themselves are almost double his ticket price. Why would you want to wow. pay that to come to a game when you can watch it on TV? Right. So, so, so to me, I don't know how the university or the Cajun Dome handles this, but whatever contract or deal they have with Ticketmaster, like somebody needs to come to the table and say, look, you want people to show up to our events, but yet you're charging them fees that are more expensive than the actual ticket cost something needs to be said there. Something needs to get done because I guarantee you, it's not just the fact that people aren't supporting us. People aren't paying for that. And honestly, I, I can't blame them. I do can't we blame the, them. Do we have the family four pack anymore, by the way? I, I don't, I think it's five now, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's, I think it's a family five pack. I mean, I could you, be can, wrong. you can get better tickets with that. So, you know, go about that. But then again, we're asking ourselves, do, do we have it? Like, we don't even know if we have it. So things like that need to be promoted if that is a thing, because I'm with you, man. I mean, that for me as a diehard fan, if I'm looking at a $36 ticket, I'm like, are you oh, look, kidding me? And I I'll give you another example or whatever. No. The Cajun, I've said this a few times here since February, the Cajun chicken promo, whenever the Cajun chicken came back against Marshall in that basketball game in February, you can act. There was a site that the university sent us to where you didn't have to pay the ticket master fees. It was $7.50 a ticket. And right. I paid 16 with everything included, taxes, fees. It was 16 total for my wife and I. I go to Ticketmaster's website for the same ticket. It was 44 bucks. It's 44 Crazy. bucks for two Crazy. tickets. So that's 750. Why would I want to spend that money on a $7.50 ticket? Somebody know, needs to fix this. Somebody needs to, they, 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 there needs to be a, 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 a meeting where something's got to give. I mean, and, and the whole thing, oh, we're under hostage at Ticketmaster and all this stuff. No, man, like this is costing you money. This is costing you revenue. This is costing you support. Somebody has to come to the table and fix this. All right. We went down the black hole. I want I want to yes. pivot back to we just freaking beat Texas State. Jimmy, what what good things do you have to say about today's game? Uh, man, I was so I was so excited. And then Terry came on here and just like totally killed my vibe. Man. I don't know why does. he for me. Man, like y'all talking about the same stuff. I just like but to, no, I, I no, no, Terry. Detail in it. I put detail listen, in it, bro. Terry, Terry, I wanted to ask you. What's up? Back in 2013, mm -hmm. same black 
it was a Tuesday night. Yeah, you yeah, want to say game. maybe yeah, I don't know. That was yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did did we did we play particularly well in that game? No, we played. We turned the ball over four times. I remember that game. Like, okay. We should have not. But what, what, what was? But what happened? What, what what was the outcome? The outcome was I remember this. I remember it was. We got a great stop in the fourth quarter, so the defense got a great stop, and we were down by two scores. And they gave us the ball back. And I remember we went down, scored. West Kentucky got the ball. They punted, right? And we went down, and Broadway ran on that. They were paint 6-2. It was a draw yep. play. Paint 6-2. Yep. Took it and ran it in. And so almost busted, busted his ass on the on the concrete because <laughs> he was so excited and took his helmet okay. off. Okay. So, yeah. so what did that win? What did that win do for our season that, that year? Like, what did that do? For oh, us, as oh, a team. Man, it, oh it, man, I, it changed this. It changes like it set the tone after that Florida loss. When because it wasn't it right after that Florida loss. It was a week after, yeah. Oh, yeah, I out. believe so. Yeah, we won out that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we won out. Yeah, we yeah we, yeah we won out the rest. Yeah, the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that. So that's, that's what we my needed. point. So what I'm saying is, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, yeah, we made some mistakes. We might have not played well. But it's wins like that that gets the train rolling. It's wins like that yep. that make you feel, I don't want to say invincible, but just makes you feel like, okay, we can finally. That's because, like y'all said, that's a good team. Yep. They know that, you know, they know Texas State was a good team. They know that. And it's like, man, we came out of that with a win. It, it puts that self-confidence in yourself and it makes you think, okay, you know, we're a pretty good team also. And it makes you go out every week believing that you're going to win. Because you came out of that game alive. Yep. So that's my point. Like, the main thing is the main thing. Like Coach Ed used to say, we mm-hmm. got the dub. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And, yep. and, and I feel like that, like you said, you know, you rather get this win than the Minnesota one. I agree. But I feel like this win is going to be the one that's going to get the ball rolling. Like, we made some mistakes, of course. We all know that. But it's just it, it was just good to see us to grit it out and get the win, you know? And, and, well, look, and like if, I, if said, you, like I said, Jimmy, before you go, like I said, Jimmy, we we could have easily rolled over and, and did what we did last year against ULM or Rice and let them come back, or almost did against Buffalo, in fact, and let them come back and beat us. But instead, we played the spoiler. We were the guys who said, you know what? Screw this. We're going to win this game. Those guys never gave up. And and like I said to Jerry earlier, this could be a season-defining win. Now, if you go and make the mistakes you did today against a Southern Miss or against an Arkansas State or against any other team in the West, a Troy or South Alabama, you the things could very quickly be the opposite, and they're the ones playing spoiler to us. So we, as I have said for the sixth week in a row, we have got to clean those mistakes up. But I don't think I'm ready today to start diving into how and why right now i'm just happy that we did what we did because like i said i think you can take that momentum into the bye week and say hey we do have a damn good team but we still have a lot that we need to clean up and we could be a great team if we do clean that up imagine dude if we would have not had those mistakes today we could have easily had a two touchdown win against them i mean it all and, and but but we still made those stupid mental errors that if you clean up that's the difference between being really good or, or great so 
I think there's a lot of improvement to be made, but I'm not quite ready to d dive into that. I'm just really excited to see what I saw from the guys today. Well, I think what's important too, uh, to your point, Jimmy, is that this is a young team. And I said this early in the, earlier in the episode, the importance is that this is a young team, a group of guys that are still trying to learn how to play together. And they came back against a veteran-laden team. I mean, this team was full of transfers. Some of these, the, the starting quarterback played in Baton Rouge and in Auburn. You got the wide receiver that played at Washington State. The running back, 77 transfers on that team. I mean, the running back, the starting running back was up for freshman of the year at the FCS level. I mean, they have some really good talent on this team. And our guys found a way to grind back and come back after playing three quarters of flat football and win. To me, what's important besides that fact is also if you look at all of the the prognosticators with their weekly predictions, most of the big name media people and I, I'm look, we we kept receipts, okay? We kept receipts. A lot of people picked Texas State to win this game. Bleacher Report, I think, was one of them. I'll follow them every week. I forgot who else. There are a bunch of other sports magazines picking them to win. And and I mean, look, we we we're the ones that came out on top. I have and money by the way, on them. Hey, I just realized this, Nick. Last week, my prediction was 35-31. We won 34-30. to 30. So the four-point margin was was there. I came within one point of each team for the score. Almost nailed it. Almost. Well, congratulations on that. Andy Thomas, you've been holding for a while. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, I missed the first half. I was Your ball was curling. Uh, so don't – I missed some of that. But – uh, Cajuns, I think, are 10-1 and one now in the black uniforms, so I say we just nice. switched to those full-time. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the my issue, here's my thing, my turn to be negative, is Lamar's got to stop with the soft coverage, I think. It's, it's, it's getting annoying. It's us playing soft coverage and rushing three. It's, it's just not working. I feel like when we finally stiffed up in the red zone, we were putting four on the line. Uh, and actually playing some press, it it works. I think Lamar just needs to trust the players, man. Let them make the plays instead of pushing them back, you know, seven, ten yards and already playing from behind at that point. But, uh, yeah, as Nick was saying, I think, you know, if we could just clear up some of those dumb penalties and if Zion could stop just throwing the ball at people's hands and throw it out of bounds, man, we're going to be good. It, we're gonna be good. So I agree. Do, really do you think? Um, and I'm not trying to add bulletin board material for any team. And if they're adding bulletin board, bulletin board material because of what I say, then they got a beer problem. But do you? I'm gonna ask you, Andy, and then I'll ask you, uh, Jerry. Do you think that there's another team that we're gonna face the rest of the season that concerned you as much as Texas State did on their uh, as far as our defense versus their offense? The only, honestly, right now, the only one that concerns me is Frank Gore Jr. at, at Southern Miss because I think he has the opportunity to to make them a better team. He's not having a great year, though. I, well, I he's think. not. But but you know, we have sometimes the 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 propensity to make a, a an uh, uh, player look really good. So I don't know. Do I don't feel? I think this was the game that I was most concerned about going into the bye week for the rest of the season. Do you think, Andy, that there's anyone else on the schedule that you look at defensively that that scares you because of their offense? I don't think so. And, and would, but that's as of I, today. That could change. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would say no. Like from just a scaring the heck out of me. No, not at all. I would say you know Troy, 
but it's not necessarily that their offense scares me. It's just they're they're just overall a, a good team. But I don't even at this point in time, Southern Miss doesn't even scare me. So it's just can we get out of our own way is, is really my main fear. Hundred percent. And that that was a point I was trying to make. There was nobody on the rest of the schedule that scares me except for us. Except for how we perform, because we have, I mean, we can lose games going forward, but I, I, I mean, you just see, you see flashes of greatness followed by boneheaded mistakes and it just drives you crazy. It drives you mad today. I was pissed off. Um, but again, I'm not, I'm not mad like I was against Buffalo because I felt like that was just a whole game of missed opportunities to, to blow them out. Um, I, you know, but I, I nobody scares me except for us the rest of the, the season. Well, 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 Nick, let me say this from a tempo tempo standpoint, nobody else scares me the way Texas State does. But from a quarterback to receiver, like big, like like your guy versus our guys, my quarterback versus your defense, I feel like South Al does scare me. I think Carter Bradley is an amazing quarterback. I think Colin Lacey, who they have over there, is awesome, and uh, they have also really good defense and stuff. I think from their quarterback and receiver matchups against our defense, that does scare me, but they don't have the same tempo uh, as Texas State does. So it, it's not on the same the frequency as bang, bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? Like the amount of plays they put out. Other than that, I really don't think that any other quarterback to receiver ratio, I don't think, I honestly don't think Gunnar Watson is all that good. I think he is serviceable. He is, you know, a system quarterback for Troy, in my opinion, and they just they just they can hand the ball off to the running backs, and he can just throw to open receivers. They have big receivers, but I don't think Gunnar Watson is all that great of a quarterback. Other than South Alabama, I really am not scared of really anybody else. Yeah, to, to answer your question, I look. I think the next opponent, the next opponent I'm worried about is Georgia State. You just because they always give us a good game and their offense is set up to where when they get on a, in a groove, they get in a groove. But Troy showed last week that if you can stop them, they stall. So it really depends on the defensive game plan that this coaching staff comes up with. The only problem is in the Sun Belt is at any given time, these offenses can click and just go off on you. I mean, we saw it last year against in Monroe. ODU did it to us earlier this year. Um, I mean, Troy, Troy's the same way. They've got a great defense to complement their offense. Like you said, Terry, they've got a bunch of big men and, and they've got a really good quarterback and a good system that they're running there offensively. Um, so South Alabama, they can beat you through a lot of game management abilities. So not necessarily, you know, the fact that they'll score 40 points on you, but they can go toe to toe with you and beat you at the line of scrimmage at times. And Arkansas State, Look, they didn't play well today, but over the last two or three weeks, they found that freshman quarterback down there. He's killing it right now, and uh, they're doing a great job uh, kind of getting out of the doldrums of early in the season, even though they took a little step back today. But, uh, you know, going to Jonesboro, they always score. They always put up points against us. So there's no team that I take lightly uh, moving forward. Um, but at the same time, as far as like, you know, doing previews like we did going into Texas State, would I say that there's any explosive offense like that? No, no, I don't think so. But we still have to be on our P's and Q's. Coach Lamar Morgan and his staff are still going to have to prepare properly because I don't want another ODU to happen, right? If we look back at the ODU game, ODU should have never scored 38 points on us, ever. So that's the thing about the Sun Belt. You just never know if you're not prepared 
teams can take advantage of that and prey on you. And sometimes they can score a lot more than you expect going into the game just because there are times where they can get things going. So yeah, and um, we're talking about South Alabama. Got to take it one game at a time. They're up twenty four nothing over uh, over ULM right now in the second. So uh, they're, they're they're playing well today. We got a couple more uh, callers in the queue. Well, let's uh, let's start with Coach Lou. I see you there, Coach Lou. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. I hear you loud and clear. Yeah, I was sorry about that before uh, when I talked to you. Um, I actually officially took a job elsewhere a few weeks ago, so. I'm uh, clear to talk about just a few things now. Congratulations. <laughs> um, Congrats, man. Man, first off, shout out Dalen, man. Shout out Dalen Camry, man. Shout out Dale, man. That, that, that was phenomenal. Um, Like I had said before when I got on here, uh, you know, I've been a fan of the, the program uh, since, you know, a long time ago. My grandmother took me to games uh, when I was little, Um, you know, during the Terrence Broadway days. Uh, So um, I just think the atmosphere – uh, the culture of the team is, is is changing. You know, a lot of the young guys are playing well. Um, just to piggyback off the guy before, um, uh, the press man, you 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 know, you don't really play uh, press man against against uh, you know those those sort of offenses. Um, you, it's it's just not something that's it's just not something that you do. Um, and then also to piggyback off of what the other gentleman said earlier, uh, you don't really. You can't really take any any in, in college football. You don't take anybody lightly. Um, in in my short experience, it's it's not it's not a thing where you take anybody lightly because the teams that whatever their performance were at the beginning of the season, when you get towards the end, uh, the tail end of that, you know, the football season, they're not they're not quite you know the same football programs. Uh, case in point, Arkansas State. Uh, that is things change uh, drastically in a matter of a few weeks. Um, but I'm just happy, man. I'm just I'm just happy for the guys. Uh, obviously, like you said, a lot of the media, um, which those guys don't pay attention to anyway. But um, you know, just seeing that a lot of media, you know, pick Texas State, and obviously, you know, they're the the uh, the up and comers, the upstarts, I guess you could say. Um, and obviously, Coach JG Kenny uh, is doing great things with those guys down there. But um, the the defense is great, man. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, talk on them because there, there's a lot of explosive offenses in college football, but you know, the defense did a great job. Um, from what I've seen, you know, the offense did a, a pretty solid job of executing. Like you guys said earlier, there was still some, you know, things left out there on the field that happens, you know, on a game-to-game basis. But it's, I just, I'm just i just really excited uh, for everybody, for the, for the whole program, for Coach Dez, for, for all those guys there. Um, you know, the best is yet to come. The, the, uh, the ceiling hasn't even been reached yet. So... That's, it's, it's just it's just exciting uh, to be around, you know, that that atmosphere. Definitely, and and thank you for chiming in, man. No, I I agree with you. The best is is yet to come. If if today was a, an aggravating day and we ended up pulling out that win, um, hey, that's huge. That's huge for us. And that's oh yeah, man, that's that's the game of fo- that's the game of football. Um, you know, I know a lot of the fans. You know, fans always make their comments, and they're obviously always obligated to say that. Uh, but those those guys, uh, those young men, put in a lot of work, blood, sweat, and tears on a daily basis. Um, you know, they're they're just always prepared. Uh, I just wish some more people get to see, you know, those sort of things. Um, but you know, football is football. Uh, it's really any given Saturday. Um, and 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 those guys won. Those guys did what was necessary to win today, and you got to take the hats off to them. You know, you got to, you have to. Absolutely. And having right. such a young team like that, like we have, um, makes it even more impressive. So 
Very excited. Oh, for yeah, it. man. That's why I always post New Louisiana. Every time I make a post, you see me put New Louisiana. It's crazy. A lot, a lot of the guys are young, and, and they're, just, they're just doing great, man. And look, they're just doing great. Shout out to Zalen Perry, man. Shout out to Zalen Perry for having a, a, a pretty great game. Definitely. Um, and you talked about phenomenal. defense. You talked about defense a little bit earlier. The thing that's frustrating for us as fans is that we see the, the game progress, and, and we start, you know, talking about, well, our defense is terrible. What are we doing? But but you know, Lamar has a plan and it's he's looking for a strategy for the whole 60 minutes of the ball game. We're looking for immediate satisfaction. So when we see guys playing 10 yards off of, of the, the the wide receivers, I know that that's aggravating, right? And and but Yeah, that's aggravating for you. That's aggravating for right. you guys. And I keep hearing people talk about the defense, but you know. They were just leading the nation in sex, like what right. a week ago. But there's a plan. There's uh, we have to really speak the praises, uh, you know, sing the praises more, a little bit more loudly, you know. Um, like I said, like just from a common sense standpoint, that is a very, very, very explosive offense. Uh, Sun Belt or not, whatever, regardless of whatever conference they went in, and obviously the same thing that he did at UIW. That's it led the nation, not even FCS, FBS. They led the nation. You know, you don't. So obviously they're not gonna play press man. You, at some at some point, you have to tip your hat to your opponent and respect what they do, and know that you know. Hey, these guys on this side. Oh, we might have lost Coach Lou. Well, if we get him back, we're gonna re-add him to the queue. Uh, but 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 yeah, he made a great point. You know, I mean, we 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 bitch and moan about about the play on the defense, but it's not a a quarter by quarter. Uh, I guess decision making by by our defensive coordinator Lamar. It's it's an entire game, and and you do have to respect the opponent, and you do have to play a whole sixty minutes of a game, and and you can't be playing you can't be playing press the whole game because you guys are going to get worn out real quick. So um, definitely uh, definitely agree with him there. Uh, man about town, uh, Josh, you've been you've been waiting for for long enough. Uh, so oh, I can't uh, wait for this one. I'll give you the floor and let you go ahead and uh, prop your guys up because I know you want to talk about defense and throw into the the tight end as well. Listen, I am I am completing uh, my my uh, tailgating uh, duties. I'm hanging out with John Aiken of Crew Alon. We've been having a good conversation about propping up the Cajun program, and we'll have more to come later. But there's so many different things we could talk about in this game. Uh, good, bad, and different. But I'll tell you this right now. We still own Texas State, 11-0. Daddy still reigns supreme. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right, boys? Hell yeah. Hey, I played set it off to start this thing, so absolutely, 100%. I've heard, I've heard set it off more in the last, I don't know, hour and a half than I've heard in my 20 years of it being a, a popular Boosie song. I appreciate Texas State trying to get under our skin, but they really they chose the wrong song. Well, like beat us first. <laughs> like do that first, then you can talk your crap, right? Eleven and zero is eleven and zero, dude. Look, were we sharp? No. Were we at our peak performance? Absolutely not. Did we make a ton of mistakes and deserve to lose the game? You can make an argument, but we won, and we that's won. What, that's what you got to do. Cole. That's what you got to do. You got to protect the house. And we protected the house. Uh, I'll probably be more negative later in the recap, but I got to be honest with you. It's a good day to be a raging Cajun. Great weather. Great crowd. Well, not great crowd. Disappointing crowd. But the people that were there, were. it was a good crowd. The people that were there 
we're good. The people that were there were engaged. So when I say great crowd, that's what I mean. I, I think that we have to have a conversation about how Acadiana reacts to the games that matter, like today. Uh, but but at the end of the day, look, we're four and two. We beat a good team at home like we should. And the next step is, look, the West is, is out there for us to win. The SBC West is out there to win. Let's win it. This is the first step to do that. I'm with you. I'm Agreed, with you. Man. It's there. And and it's ours for the taking. But we got to take it. And I think we, I, again, like you said, Josh, and I said it earlier, we did not play our best. We didn't play near our best. And we still beat one of the top teams. To me, one of the top teams in the conference that destroyed Baylor. Let's not forget about that. And without a close. Look, look, look. look I, I totally understand. And, and I will be more critical later. Yeah. But today I'm happy. I'm happy to get the W. I'm here. I'm here with a couple of Joes and a couple of Johns, and we're having a good time. The raging Asian, the raging Asian, uh, and we're out here. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Jerry's offended. Well, uh, uh, whatever, whatever. I'll I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Josh. It's it's always a pleasure hearing from you, as always. Joe said that Jerry's the raging half agent, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) love it love it love it touche my friend this is going downhill before we go any further (laughs) down that rabbit hole we got speaking of cruella we've got cruella requesting to speak so uh have the floor is yours man hey this is john aiken i just want to let you know you guys do an incredible job i'm out here with josh cole whatever you guys call him but um you guys do an incredible job this friday this win was huge for a couple of reasons, but this Friday at Dragos, we're going to have Zeon Chris. We're going to have Kendra Gant. We're going to have Casey Osai. And so we need. He must have hit Uh-oh. one of them bad towers in Lafayette. <laughs> but what he was saying is that Dragos are going to have three of the three of the top uh, Cajuns uh, in attendance. And I think they do this every Friday, right? Right, Jerry? Is it like from three to six every Friday? It, it's like a meet and greet almost. I don't know if it's every Friday, but they've done it the last few. Yeah. So definitely, uh, John Aiken, if you can hear us, unfortunately we lost you. You might've hit a, a bad cell tower, but reach out to us. We're happy to promote that on the pod and, uh, also share it on all of the social media that, that we belong to and what you guys are doing a great, a, a great thing. And look, the the NIL world is a real thing. If we want to keep guys like Zeon, like Casey Osai, like, you know, all these great players that we have representing our university, we're going to have to go the NIL route and compete with other schools that are definitely, like like we said last week, in their DMs trying to re- illegally recruit them as we speak. So uh, thank you, John, for chiming in. And yeah, definitely get us that information. We want to we want to promote that as much as we can. Um, I see we have another speaker requesting uh david who that cajun what's up man how are you well uh second game i took my stepdaughter to this weekend and and i heard a mention a little bit ago that said good crowd and then said well wait no not a good crowd uh but there's a reason that the first thing that came out was good crowd because uh we showed up for the tailgate and the the crowd was had a lot of fun it did just seem like everybody was having fun and even when the game wasn't going that well uh everyone seemed to be having fun and then the game did turn in our favor uh love the military appreciation game uh i I was 
slightly disappointed we didn't have the paratroopers this time. But uh, I, I did appreciate the fact that I just went to go grab me a beer. And instead of using my state ID, I, I was like, well, I'm going to just break out my, my retiree ID. They might not even know where to look to find the birthday on it. And uh, they said, oh, you're buying in Hauser Bush. You're military. It's on the house. Which was wow a bonus. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, come on, uh, couldn't couldn't beat that with a bat. Uh, it was it was great. The game was frustrating at times, but I think it, that it's games like this that could really build a team's confidence when they when they come back like this. Uh, I thought the crowd would be larger, but I think uh, I think having a player like Zion Chris, uh, I, I think he's really good. I, I do. And look, I'm not an X's and O's guy. I, I, if I was, I'd be coaching. But uh, he's good. And I, I really would hate to see him go somewhere else. And my my next step is to be looking for some merch because uh, obviously with NIL, we need to find ways to keep these good players here. and. Uh, he's one. If he keeps playing like he's playing, we're we're losing him to somewhere. And uh, I'd I'd love to see him stay. It was a lot of fun. And again, my stepdaughter's second game, and she was so stressed out by the end of the game. And I I think we have a, another fan for life, which was was really nice and a good time. And for for any veterans that may be listening. Uh, I've been told by other veterans, be looking at vet tick, uh, vet ticks, vet ticks, uh, a couple of days prior to the game to see if they're offering some, some Cajuns, uh, game tickets, because I'm told that they do often do that. Uh, so something for veterans that may be able to check out the game, but that's what I got. Well, I appreciate. Well, first of all, thank you for serving uh, our country. Um, mad respect, and I know Josh served as well. So, all of the veterans listening today, thank you so much for for serving. Uh, great Absolutely. to know. Great to know about the ticket thing. And and if you're on our Facebook group, I'm not sure if you're you're on Raging Review Facebook, but Andy Caswell just shared a link for some uh, Zeon shirts. So, if you're able to go onto our Facebook page, um, he's got a link there that you can you can purchase. Uh, a Zeon shirt and your support. And, and as, as crew outlaws, John said earlier, they're also ho hosting um, at uh, Drago's this Friday. So it definitely, if you want to show your support, uh, Zeon and others will be out there. That will be your chance to, uh, to again, meet the players and, and maybe uh, support them as well. So, so again, thank you for chiming in and appreciate your comments. Jerry, I'm telling you, man, it, this, feels weird and and I again I'm like Josh I I want to get into the negatives but I don't want to do it today I kind of want to soak this one in maybe go watch the game again um I've got notes I mean I keep notes during the games as I'm watching and and there are things that we definitely need to clean up I don't think that's in question but look that that's a character win today by by a young team and and a game again we've we've said it a couple times this season a game we wouldn't have necessarily won last year so very impressed by by the way that we responded today because there was so much adversity caused by ourselves, but there was a lot of adversity today. 
Well, some of the some of the mistakes that we made today came back. Uh, you know, it's been kind of lingering for a little while this year, and you know, we've talked about it a few times over the last few weeks of just self-inflicted wounds that we commit, and some and some showed up today. Like I mentioned some earlier about you know the fumble in the red zone, three fumbles in the red zone this year. Uh, we 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 just missed assignments, a few key mistakes here and there. But in spite of all of that, the reason why we don't want to dig deep into it is because we found a way to overcome them. I mean, that's the important thing, right? Is how do you respond to those simple mistakes? And we did, and we did it in a huge way when it mattered the most. I mean, how many teams, when you play a veteran, a veteran laden team like Texas state, you're down by nine, a team that scores 40 some points a game. You're down by nine with like five minutes to go and you come back and you win. And, and you do it, and you do it in the most dramatic fashion. You block a punt. You 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 force a fumble on their last drive. I mean, let's be honest. We were up by four. They get that one drive left. Part of me thought that, I, for some reason, I just felt like the defense was going to pull through. After that drive, before the block punt, we started pressing in coverage. I felt good. Like I don't know what it is. I just felt good. And what happened? They break along. They break along pass play, and and we we strip we strip fumble and recover and and close it out so i mean today's a day to celebrate man um just the fact that even in spite of some of these small mistakes we made we still overcame them and found a way to win the football game and it's such a big win for such a young team that this is this could be a, a defining win for us yeah again season defining win for us if if we if we if we learn from it um, if we don't make the same mistakes again, I think that definitely is a potential for it to be a season defining win. So I'm going to enjoy it tonight. Like I said, we can, we can get into the, the X's and O's, uh, either this week, we have a bye week right? So I don't know when we we're, we're, yes, we're we necessarily going to do our next episode, but, um, we'll have a, we'll have a chance to, to reflect on that and, and look forward to, uh, to our next game. But man, I just want to soak this one in today and I'm glad you were <laughs> Look, I'm glad you were you were optimistic because I got to tell you, I wasn't necessarily saying that we were going to lose this game, but what I was saying, I, I mean, I I feel like I was calmer today because <laughs> usually if this stuff starts happening, I get pissed off and then I start yelling at the TV. But today I never really did, even through halftime. I was just like, you know what? Let's see how it plays out. And uh, even when, you know, in the third quarter when we came out and, and didn't score in the first possession, which I thought was what we had to do to win the game. Even besides all that, I was, I was relatively calm and I'm glad I was cause it ended up uh, going the right way. So uh, happy. And, and I'm going to take that to the house tonight. Well, look, we're, we're four and two. We've, we won our first conference game. We beat a, a team in the West. That's pretty much now. Cause I mean, going into the game, they were considered one of the favorites to win the West and we took care of business and we did it in the most dramatic way. We came back and beat them. I mean, look, we took, again, we took our first lead of the game with two minutes to go at home. So I, there's really nothing else to say other than let's just heal up, look at the film and enjoy the bye week and just kind of rest up for the second half of the season, because now it's all conference games yep. from here on out. It's all conference games. And so I'm just, I'm relieved, but I'm happy for, for these young, these young men, because they, they really, they never had a they, they didn't really have a groundbreaking win like that last year. I know they went to Marshall and took care of business, but you did this against a team that 
was probably one of the hotter teams in the G5. And you did it against a lot of veteran players that have experience. You did it against a team that just, I mean, they were taking names against everybody that they beat. So I, this is, there's really no other way to describe it. Um, I will say that I do wish uh, going into this bye that we do correct our mistakes and, and we get ready for Georgia State. Because look, Georgia State's not going to be easy. We never dominate Georgia State. We're undefeated against them as well. And every single game that we've won against them has been by a close margin. So yeah, I mean, let's enjoy let's enjoy the bye and just enjoy being four and two. We're four and two on the year. So I'll, I'll take that. For the love of God, please beat Sean Clark. I can't stand that cloud. Corey, I see you. I see you requesting to speak. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Happy to talk with you all again. Good deal, man. It's good to hear What's from up? you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to share in that excitement and try to lean more into the positivity today. Uh, obviously, as the guy who's like heading up the whole albino thing, today's like my worst nightmare that th today's the thing that i didn't want to see and it's the reason why i created the character right um and why i'm going to continue to push for that character to to have less days like this but that's not what i'm going to talk about um yeah it's a great day because right so many people consider texas state so much better than us and you know texas state looked great they still they're a good team they're a great team actually i'm so happy for them because they've been down for ever forever uh and it just makes the conference looks better um look better but i going looking at the team and you know last week i brought up to y'all the, the surprise of just how well we're tracking right and it's so today was so big to win because we legitimately look like we have a shot at the Sun Belt title if you know at least the west but even going smaller we're, we're four and two two more wins or bowl eligible. You look at some of the bowl projections from earlier this season, like before the season even started, they didn't even have us in a bowl game. Man, nobody know? had us in. And we're two games yeah. away from securing that. So I think that's huge to 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 convince the rest of the country or whatever the, the football, you know, the fo football media, you know, that Louisiana is still here, still have quality players, still have quality coaching, and that we can still make noise and. To me, that's the biggest accomplishment that came from today. I agree with you. And and I don't even know if they were high on Texas State as a team. I mean, it was a TJ Finley show. I don't think they could go 30 seconds, seconds without mentioning his name. So, um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. And and like we've said earlier in, in, in the pod today, this could definitely be a season-defining win. And even though you didn't play as as good as you should have played um, in, in certain moments of that game, you still pulled it off. And that's uh, that shows a lot of character in young guys. And that that's only promising for the rest of the year. Extremely. I, I completely agree. I'm excited to see this team every week now. I mean, I was excited before. I mean, as a UL fan, as a, as a diehard, I'm excited to see the team play regardless, but I can I can say there's been, you know, there's an improvement in grit from last week. There's in each week that's what we want to see, right? Is an improvement at least in something and in something in, incremental. And uh, you know, from Minnesota to today, they showed way more grit um and execution on the offensive side, you know, defensively, I think just 
fast-paced offenses are just our our kryptonite. This is a bad matchup, and we have that's just not something we've been able to really lock down. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what they're going to do coming out of the bye week, going against a really good Georgia State team who who is another Sun Belt team that's just been I won't say down because you guys are right. Georgia State always plays as tough, but you know they can never reach just kind of the upper echelon of the Sun Belt. So they're off to a really special season. So another big test, and I'm excited to see what the coaches prepare coming out of the bye week. Totally agree, Corey. Thank you. As always, it is great hearing from you, and uh, <laughs> hope we can get Albino. Uh, we're going we're gonna to keep pushing for you, man. We we need definitely need a mascot. I know that's uh, something that Jerry is definitely – Definitely take it personally and push it along. So thanks for thanks for uh, chiming in today, man. Of course. Kevin Dory, what's up, man? All right, look, it might be a little loud out here. I just got one thing to say. I'm out here at Adopted Dog, having a few more beers, enjoying the win. I could talk about the attendance. We could talk about the block punt. We could talk about that fourth down stop right before halftime that no one's mentioned yet. At least I don't think. Uh, we could talk about Dion Chris completely being the man and outplaying that dude that used to go to PSAB. We could talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll talk about X and O's another night. I just got to say this real quick before I go. Cages win, baby. Love it, man. Love it. And yeah. hey, you can, you can have your X's and O's, but you got to have the Jimmy's and the Joe's, and they showed up today. We got plenty of those, baby. <laughs> Well, thanks for calling in, Kevin. Good hearing from you, man. All right. Love y'all, guys. Go Cajuns. Thanks, brother. Take it easy. Thanks, bud. Man, they're having a good time over there at uh, Adopted Dog. (laughs) I live right around the corner. I need to go stop in. Go say hi. (laughs) Definitely. Terry, I see you've had your hand up for a little while, man. Did you want to chime in on something? Yeah, yeah. A little off subject, but I mean, we talk, they talk about like, you know, like you said, it was a TJ Finley show. It wasn't even about Texas State or UL. And I hate what college football has turned into because when you, and I understand it's a business, right? You got Prime bringing in, you know, his entire team, you know, a totally different team. You got GJ Kenny bringing in 70 some transfers. When you do that, because here's the thing, right? Before that Colorado, Colorado State game, like Prime didn't even know that, I mean, most of the team didn't know that Colorado State was even a rival. So they didn't, of course, like, you know, they got up for that game and it was chippy and there was emotions and, you know, he didn't even know that it was even a rivalry when you bring in that type of, like, uh, when you overhaul your entire roster. And I'll tell you this, if y'all didn't know, UTSA, when UTSA played Texas State, you know, they're supposedly rivals. I say that in quotations. They've never beaten UTSA either. They're 0-5 against UTSA. They're supposed to be rivals. G- uh, uh, like, they asked, I remember they asked TJ Finley in, uh, like, uh, their beat writer or something asked TJ Finley, what do you think about the rivalry with UTSA? Oh, I didn't even know there was even a rivalry. I hate that that's what it's come down to because we don't have that continuity because even though I, you know, Texas state got up for this game and they wanted to beat us and, you know, they played had their hype video with Lucy in it. This team doesn't even know who we are. I, like our team knows who Texas state is. Right. But they don't even know who we are, you know? So, so they have no, and I, I, I say, I say that just because I wish that, we continue to have the continuity between teams and, oh, I hate this team because last year they beat us in this game. Well, they had a – I forgot we even uh, 
uh, who was uh, they had a te- Texas had a defensive lineman that went to UL. That's that's on their that's on their squad. I, I totally forgot about that. They mentioned that during the broadcast. I totally forgot about it. So you know, I don't know, man. I I, I really just hate that part about the game, man. Like I, this this team doesn't even know who they even playing. You know what I'm saying? There's no continuity. I don't know. That's just the old man, me yelling at the sky type, Greg, you know? Well, no, I mean, you you have a point, though. I mean, you have to also think of the fact that, that ESPN is controlling college football, and they're ruining traditional rivalries. I mean, you're going to have traditional rivals that have played every year for 100 years that will no longer play each other because they're in different conferences because ESPN decided, oh, well, Mark gets and we're going to move this chess piece here and do that. I mean, I hate, I'm with you, man. I hate what the sport has become. I hate what college football has become because it took something that was amateur and supposed to be about you're getting a great education and you're going to play college football and it's amateurism into an NFL light. And I, I did that just irks me to no end. And we could have a whole conversation about that, but, but that's just a microcosm of what college football has become. I agree with you. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I do feel that players should get paid because there's no reason why the NCAA should make billions and billions of dollars, and I shouldn't even if I want to have make my own YouTube channel, and I get paid off of that. Like the NCAA crack down and be like, no, you are you suspended for having your own YouTube channel, making money. I hate that, but but yeah, man. Like as far as like the whole conference realignment and the amount of transfers that you can bring in and the lack of continuity between teams and yeah, that that's just I don't know. It just doesn't feel it doesn't feel organic anymore. No, you know what I'm saying, and, and it's not nil. It's not name, image, and likeness when they give 85 uh, players a, a a lease on a uh, for six uh, months. A truck. That's I'll not nil, bro. Nil is getting paid for your name to be in the in the NCAA. You know, 24 game. It's it's being paid to be in a commercial. It's being paid to represent yourself in something else and do your streams and do whatever you do. It's not pay me $5,000 to go visit you on campus to maybe sign with you. I mean, that's not NIL. It's just a guise for illegally playing players. It's by the way, and by the way, it pisses me off when, when TSAT fans are like, well, I mean, they're NIL, so we can do, we can pay them however we want. It's legal now. No, it's not. NIL is name, image, and likeness. It doesn't mean that you can just cut a player a check just because that you want them to come play here, but because that's what college football has become, that's what people assume it is, so they do it, and nobody's stopping them, and it's going to continue to happen. I need to get off my soapbox. We need to have a happy. <laughs> it's a happy post. Sorry, I'm sorry. We won, damn it. I, I'm sorry. I was. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was negative. I did this. Jimmy, call me out again. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's Jimmy. a good point. You're right. I hate where I hate where college college athletics as a whole is going because it's all a sham. It's all a sham just to play players over the table instead of under the table, and those with the most look. And it can work both, both work both ways because Texas State has been very successful with it with their 77 players. But but TSAB ain't too happy with the defensive players that they stole from other schools. They're they're you know not too happy the, with the way that's going right now. So it can it can work one of two ways, and it's not always successful just because you take players from another program. They might be trying to get rid of those players as well. So I don't know, man. Something else. Andy, hey, come down here. Hey, we, we can use some depth. Come down here. There you we'll go. We'll Andy, <laughs> Andy Thomas, I see you there, man. You have anything else to uh, to say to close this out tonight? Uh, I just want to say, the more negative I am on Twitter, and the more I go off, we win every time. So I think I just—it's going to be what it is. Be negative. For everyone. Be I'm as sorry, negative thanks. as you want, Andy. 
Just, well, look, just if, let if, it out. If that was a case for, for Terry, we'd be undefeated for the rest of eternity. So <laughs> Terry and I, I will, will just join up Twitter and start our own negative podcast. We would be no, you know if, if it was up funny? to Terry. If it was up to Terry, we'd be in the hunt for the college football playoff with all that negativity. Oh my God. No, no, it's funny. Throughout the entire and I swear my daughter, I love her. She when I was holding her, like I was just angry the entire game most of the game in the fourth quarter i held her as a good luck charm she's four years old i held her as a good luck charm for the entire quarter like for the entire fourth quarter it felt like and i was like from now on she's my good luck charm i, I won't be negative anymore when i hold my little baby in my hands well right? I'm, I'm just glad you clarified she was four not like 34 because that would have concerned me a little bit <laughs> oh man <laughs> we're going off the rails it's almost raging review after dark jerry <laughs> we might have to might have to close this one out man oh my gosh oh well look i i mean hey let's be honest though it's always good after a win because we get to hear a lot of people call in a lot of our friends and fans have called in chiming in on this great win so it's always good to celebrate it with the fellow cajun nation it's never like i said it's never a bad night when you when you win um and it wasn't even an ugly win you know like like Buffalo was an ugly win. This wasn't an ugly win. It's just, we just have so much to clean up that we keep. And, and again, we'll get into that. I'm sure at, at some later point, but there's just so much that we're, we're complaining about every single week that still needs to be cleaned up. So at some point they got to do it. Uh, but despite all of that, we still, we still won and, and could have won convincingly against a really good team. So um, hats off to the guys happy about the way tonight played out. Again, the best oh, sorry. case scenario. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say one. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. So I, I just want to say one. I saw him in space. Uh, Caleb Edwards. I hope you get better, bro. I saw. I saw him in yes. space. Yeah. I know he got caught it off. I hope you get better, dog. I mean, it's no. It's not easy. I. I. I don't. Y'all hear, hear anything about that? I haven't heard anything, man. And I, and I didn't get to listen to the post game tonight because I was driving back from Katy, Texas. But, um, no. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it it. It all plays out well for him because uh, he's definitely an important, important, important piece of this team that we need in there every week. So, um, so best wishes to him. Yes, definitely. I just love the fact that we're going into a bye, coming off this win because now everybody can kind of regroup, and then now you get to the heart of conference. I can't emphasize how important that was to win this game going into a bye. I mean, could you imagine losing this game at three and three, and then now you got two weeks to prepare for homecoming? Like I said, at least you got, you got motivation going into homecoming. Four and two and three and three are two completely different universes. And I oh. definitely wanted to be in the four and two category. And we are absolutely look, somebody else mentioned it. We're only two games out of bowl eligibility. I was like, and, and we're not that far off from where I thought we would be. I thought we'd be five and one at this point. I really, I mean, ODU, I thought was going to be a win. I thought if we, if we slipped up, it would be at Minnesota with a chance to, to win there. Um, so we're not far off, that far off from where, where I thought we'd be halfway through the season. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy at where we are. And again, if, if today was one of our worst executed games of the season against a good team and we still managed to win i'm um i'm i'm bullish on the rest of the season jerry me too i look i i think this team only gets better from here so um i i i'm very optimistic moving forward i think coming into this bye i think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for this coaching staff and this team to look at the film and 
you know, go analyze on what they can improve on. And, you know, look, now we go into Georgia State at homecoming. We have a good track record against them. You win that game, you're two and one in conference. You you set yourself up pretty well in the Western Division. And on top of that, you're five and two, one game from bowl eligibility against uh, against two teams that you face back to back in South Alabama and Arkansas State, uh, both on the road. I mean, you you look, as as we always say, the next the most important game in Louisiana history or Louisiana football history is the game against Georgia State, homecoming. Gotta gotta play hard in that game, gotta win that game. Hundred percent. And and looking at some scores from around the conference right now, South Alabama is just creaming UL Monroe. I think it's like thirty one to seven at halftime. And uh ODU is uh is down ten seven heading into halftime against uh, Southern Miss. Look, yeah. uh, look, and and I, I know I'm thinking way ahead. I know we've got homecoming coming up against Georgia State, but man, we have USM Southern Miss somehow always has our number in whatever we play. And and we got to beat them in, in football this year. I mean, there's no excuse. They're not a great team right now. Oh, we're due. We're so overdue. We're due. For that, for that Look, we're, we should have beaten them last year. And we, we, it's like, what was his name? Denny Green. We let him off the hook. We did. We let him off the hook last year. Can't, can't do that. Look, that we, we, no. The, the West is in front of us, man. And and outside of Troy, nobody terrifies me. And Troy doesn't terrify me, but I think they're they're a good team. And South Alabama ha- look, I know they've they've lost some games this season that had you scratching your head, but they they still can beat you. So it's not a cakewalk the rest of the year. We so, gotta we gotta do better, but so so besides keeping receipts of these uh predictions going into Texas State that a lot of these prognosticators had us losing, I have to give I have to go off topic real quick of um receipts kept in particular with a particular school in Tampa, Florida right now, all their fans yip yapping about how we're in the Sun Belt, how great they are and, you know, their participation trophy and being considered for a P5. Um, South Florida played UAB today. You know, the UAB team, we beat 41-21. It was 41-3 with about six minutes to go. South Florida goes to Birmingham, the same team that we beat by three scores. They lost. UAB won by the score of 56 to 35. <laughs> 56 oh, to 35. Awesome. So to the fans at, at, at in Tampa that say know our place, I mean, we know our place. Uh, we beat a team that you lost to by 21 by 20 at their house. So um, that's okay. They're they're working on their re- almost beat Alabama trophy right now. So they're, they're not. Well, they're going to hang up two banners. Loss, one, one of the banners is going to say we almost beat Alabama. And the other banner is going to say we almost got into the the Pac-12. That's no longer <laughs> that no longer exists. So it's the two pack. They're, they're, we, we make fun of ULM for being almost almost the almost title will be moved over to a uh, to the campus in Tampa, Florida. Jeez. Wow. That, that, you know, yeah, I have no other comments on <laughs> Florida fans. I had to, <laughs> I saw battle. that score. I that's saw that battle. score. I, I just remember uh, being told to know our place. I'm sitting here like, yeah, know our place. You just lost by 21 to a team that we beat by 20 <laughs> at their house. So anyway, um, so Nick, let's, let's close it out. Any final thoughts on today's win? Besides the fact that uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Nah, man. Uh, again, we can leave all the negative for for next time. Um, I think uh, again, the the West is we're in the driver's seat. Uh, we control our destiny. If we take care of business the rest of the season, we'll be playing in the uh, conference championship game again. So uh, let's just let's take care of business. Let's again continue to improve and see what happens. Happy with with how today ended up, and I doubted you. Sorry. To never do that. My bad. 
Hey, all good, man. Totally agree. And look, um, just a shout out to these players and these these guys that just didn't quit. That That's the motto today. They did not quit. They got it done when it mattered against a really good team. And uh, it was good to good to make a comeback at the end and, and just find a way to grind it out. And look, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, the final result stands. It's a W. So a uh, good win for Coach Dez and his staff, these players. Uh, let's go into the bye. Let's regroup and let's get ready for the second half of the season because now it really starts to count. Every game matters. I mean, the next four games, or I think the next, well, the next six games are conference, but we have Georgia State and then the next one, two, three. I want to say the next three games after that, or actually, no, the final Maybe the final five games? I think they're all I think they're all divisional games. Outside of I think there's one that's not, but I could be wrong. I'd have to double check. But every single game from here on out matters. Uh so great win for the guys. Again, Cajuns victorious today by the score of 34 to 30 over the Texas State Bobcats. Their record improves to four and two on the year, one and one in Sunbelt conference play nick i'm not sure if we're going to do an episode this week we do have a buy so i guess we'll take a break with the football team going into the buy maybe there's some things we may have uh that we may work behind the scenes on possibly getting some content out for our fans we'll talk about that uh when the time comes uh tomorrow the saints play hopefully the saints can get back on track we talk about our offense uh we're doing good things on offense with the cajuns the saints on the other hand <laughs> That's a totally different story. So uh, if you liked high-powered offense today, tomorrow maybe may not be your day to watch uh, football because it's the complete opposite. So we're going to end this on a high note. Again, the Cajuns get the job done. We want to thank everybody who participated in our post game today. You guys are the ones that keep the show on the road. Thank you so much for your comments, your likes, and all of your input from today's victory. Thanks to all the fans that showed up to Cajun Field. Thank you to our military. What a great, great, great tribute to the military today. Uh, all of our armed forces that serve this great nation. And so if you like what we do, you like what we talk about, you like what we produce, please like, subscribe, comment, on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. And you can also listen to us on Apple iTunes as well as Spotify. Nick will have this episode up ASAP. But in the meantime, Nick, any final thoughts before we go? You already asked me that, no. Well, I asked you about the game. I'm just talking about if you want to say bye to everybody, man. Nah, we good. You know, you love them. Nick's happy. Nick's relieved because he doesn't have to worry about forking out however much money it was to buy an Apple TV. But the contest will stand. For every game, if we can get twenty three thousand plus, right? Is that is oh, that's that on you? I only agreed one game, so you're happy to fund the rest of it. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. But anyway, guys, uh, for from Jerry, that's Nick. We're the Rager Review Podcast, and we will see you next time, uh, whether it's next week or the following week, leading into homecoming and Cajuns victorious. Good win, Cajuns win. And on that note, we will see you later. Go Cajuns.